You're listening to the All Sport Breakfast Podcast with Darcy Waltergrave from Newstalk ZB. And we're going now live to Augusta where Graham Agars awaits. We are talking Masters and Graham celebrating 40 years at the Masters. 40 years. Did you only start, what, when you were five years old or something, Graham? Welcome to the show. No, I started when I was three. Youngest reporter in the world, actually, at the time. That's a magnificent run, 40-odd years, and I suppose every year it just gets even more interesting. What's piqued your interest in the first couple of rounds this time around? And the club the club treats you well, too. They they honour people who make 40 years old. Graham, we've got him back again, mate. Uh, are we there? What are we looking at? Yeah, and I think lightning in the area might be interfering with a cell phone, to be honest with you. But um, we are in a, a holding pattern now. The forecast from here on in is horrible for the rest of the day, and tomorrow... They're talking uh, temperatures of about uh, maybe 12, 13 degrees uh, Celsius, high winds, and 100% chance of rain all day. So whether we play at all tomorrow is totally up in the air. And whether we get back on the course uh, this afternoon is also a big question mark. Right now, uh, I'm looking outside, and there are dark skies, uh, but there is no rain, but there is... uh, uh, two big uh, thunderstorm cells on the radar that are now within 10 miles. And as soon as it gets within 10 miles of a golf course uh, on the PGA Tour and at the majors in America, they immediately suspend play. So that's where we are. Players in the clubhouse and the fans, probably 40 or 50,000 of them now streaming out of the golf course. They now close the golf course down. So if the players come back, I suspect they'll be playing uh, without galleries. What happens if the weather does continue to be horrid for the next two or three rounds? Have you experienced this before at the Masters? Where do they cut it off? How do they anoint a winner, if you will, Graham? Yeah, no, we've had Monday finishes before, and that's quite possible depending on how tomorrow goes. Uh, They've been fairly lucky here today in that they've got a lot of golf played, actually, Um, but they've still got plenty of players out on the course that will have to wrap up their round. Um, so the possibility uh, uh, possibilities are pretty endless, depending on how they go today. And let's say they have a washout on um, Saturday, on Saturday here, the third round. Uh, they may try and play 36 holes on the final day. They've done that before, or uh, they push it across to a Monday finish. And nobody really wants to do that. Um, you know, they lose TV ratings. They lose all sorts of things when that happens. So they will do everything they can possibly do to um, get this thing done on time. But they are dealing with some pretty weird weather in the United States. It's tornado season, as you probably know. Um, And uh, the southern states and Tornado Alley, which stretch up to Chicago, have been having a miserable time this spring. And um, it seems that every week a big storm uh, system goes through. And and this is the third week in a row where there is one barreling across the country and is now reaching Augusta. Right, short of no play, let's just have a quick recap on uh, our main contender, which of course is Ryan Fox. I've seen a couple of beautiful shots from him. Give us a skinny on his work. And why is um, Kepka up at the top of the table? We, we know the guy's got form. Yeah, well, Ryan Fox first. I mean, it's his first go-round here at Augusta National, which is not easy. Um, this is a course that demands experience. And if you look through the list of winners, by and large, it's people who know how to golf their ball around here because it's, it's critical from um, the fairway shot into the greens. These greens can be treacherous if you're in the wrong place, and three or four putting is pretty easy. Um, but Ryan Fox has done well. 70-71, he 
He is three under for the tournament currently in this weather delay that's now tied to 16th. So he's well and truly safe for the cut. Um, but as you said, he, like everybody else, is chasing Brooks Kepka, who seemingly is playing a different golf course. Kepka is an interesting character. He won four majors pretty quickly a few years ago, as you remember. Then he injured his knee and has had um, basically two years of recovery on that knee. And finally, he says, starting in about January this year, uh, he's starting to feel okay again. And he was wondering at one stage whether he'd ever play golf again. He is one of the defectors to the Live Tour. So there's politics involved in this as well. But uh, when he was fit and when he was well, he was considered to be Mr. Major. He has a pulse rate of about three. When he gets excited, it might be about six. He's a bit like Bjorn Borg. And, and he just goes about his business. When he was asked, you know, how do you feel about leading halfway through the Masters, first major of the year? He's like, well, I'm not getting ahead of myself. You know, I just go out there and do my thing and see how it stacks up. Well, at the moment, it's uh, stacking up to a four-shot lead over the U.S. amateur champion, Sam Bennett, who's alone in second place at eight under after his second consecutive 68. Great stuff, Graham. We've got to fly. Thanks very much for your time. Congratulations on the 40 years, and hopefully all things going well and good. We can do the 50-year anniversary as well for the both of us. Talk soon, my friend. Thank you, mate. For more from the All Sport Breakfast with Darcy Watergrave, listen live to Newstalk ZB on Saturday mornings or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.